0: Episode 70, the second Sunday of Ordinary Time, Year B. Faith, Hope and Love, a time of scripture, prayer and reflection. shall bow down before you O God and shall sing to you shall sing to your name almost High In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit Amen Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ as we come together on this second Sunday of ordinary time in Year B, brothers and sisters, let us acknowledge our sins so as to prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries. Lord Jesus, you are mighty God and Prince of Peace. Lord, have mercy. You are Son of God and the Son of Mary. Christ, have mercy. You are Word made flesh, the splendor of the Father. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. you are seated at the right hand of the Father have mercy on us for you alone are the Holy One you alone are the Lord you alone are the Most High Jesus Christ with the Holy Spirit in the glory of God the Father Amen. Let us pray. Almighty ever-living God who govern all things both in heaven and on earth, mercifully hear the pleading of your people and bestow your peace on our times. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the first book of Samuel. Chapter 3, verses 3 to 10 and 19. Samuel was lying down in the temple of the Lord, where the ark of God was. Then the Lord called, Samuel, Samuel. And he said, Here I am. Samuel ran to Eli and said, Here I am, for you called me. But Eli said, I did not call, lie down again. So he went and lay down. The Lord called again, Samuel. Samuel got up and went to Eli and said, Here I am, for you called me. But he said, I did not call, my son. Lie down again. Now Samuel did not yet know the Lord, and the word of the Lord had not yet been revealed to him. The Lord called Samuel again a third time. And he got up and went to Eli and said, Here I am, for you called me. Then Eli perceived that the Lord was calling the boy. Therefore Eli said to Samuel, Go, lie down, and if he calls you, you shall say, Speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. So Samuel went and lay down in his place. Now the Lord came and stood there, calling as before, Samuel, Samuel. And Samuel said, Speak, for your servant is listening. As Samuel grew up, the Lord was with him, and let none of his words fall to the ground. The Word of the Lord Here I am, Lord, I come to do your will. I waited patiently for the Lord, he inclined to me and heard my cry. He put a new song in my mouth, a song of praise to our God. Sacrifice and offering you do not desire, but you have given me an open ear. Burnt offering and sin offering you have not required. Then I said, Here I am. In the scroll of the book it is written of me, I delight to do your will, O my God, your law is within my heart. I have told the glad news of deliverance in the great congregation, see, I have not restrained my lips, as you know, O Lord. Here I am, Lord, I come to do your will. A reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Chapter 6, verses 13 to 15 and 17 to 20. Brothers and sisters, the body is meant not for fornication, but for the Lord, and the Lord for the body and God raised the Lord, and will also raise us by his power. Do not you know that your bodies are members of Christ? But anyone united to the Lord becomes one spirit with him. Shun fornication. Every sin that a person commits is outside the body, but the fornicator sins against the body itself. Or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, which you have from God, and that you are not your own. For you were bought with a price, therefore glorify God in your body. The word of the Lord. Alleluia, alleluia, alleluia. We have found the Messiah, Jesus Christ who brings us grace and truth. Alleluia,
1: Alleluia,
0: Alleluia, The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Chapter 1, verses 35 to 42. They came and saw where he was staying, and they remained with him that day. It was about four o'clock in the afternoon. One of the two who heard John speak and followed him was Andrew, Simon Peter's brother. He first found his brother Simon and said to him, We have found the Messiah, which is translated the Christ. He brought Simon to Jesus, who looked at him and said, You are Simon, son of John you are to be called Kephas, which is translated Peter. The Gospel of the Lord. The first reading is that wonderful and really famous scene of Samuel, hearing a voice in the night, and not knowing the meaning of it or how to answer it's delightful and it makes sense that if you hear a voice in the night you might go and check to see if the other person in the house had called out to you. Eli initially thinks it's a dream and tells Samuel to just go back to bed but then he realizes it's actually God calling Samuel. Sometimes it takes a mentor or guide a holy and wise person like the prophet Eli in this example who realizes that this experience is an encounter with God and he tells Samuel to invite God to speak and then listen to what God has to say. It's a reminder of how important it is to have a listening heart to listen to the presence of God in our midst and to listen to each other It's virtually unheard of and certainly not the norm to hear God's voice in an audible way, such as Samuel heard. But nevertheless, we do believe that God's voice, God's will, is able to be heard and discerned from the gentle silence of a listening and open heart where God makes his home. It is so vital that we make space for listening to God in the silence and stillness of our heart giving space to listen to God amidst the noise and clamouring of contrary and competing values in this world. More than ever, it is so important, in a world of rushing around and noise, where silence seems so alien to many, this is actually a call to find space for silence and stillness, to really listen for the wordless voice of God and to discern what God might be about in our lives. This can be at times unfamiliar and unsettling but it is still so important for it is from within the silence and stillness that God's word can be heard. Jesus was so busy in his life and ministry but he did not ever let that incredible demand of people, teaching, healing and proclaiming stop him from the necessary prayer and silence that he always took. He would go off at night to a lonely place to pray and be still. And we're told more than once that he often spent the whole night in prayer. It was that essential to Jesus and who he was and his ministry. Whilst God is most certainly present and at work, even in the midst of hustle and bustle and busyness and noise of everyday life, God's words can be discerned there as well. But nevertheless, I truly believe that God's will and God's words are very hard to be discerned amongst the noise, hype and glamour. And non-stop culture that we have, the excess of constant movement, action, entertainment and the ever shifting sands of trends can confuse and distract us and drown out the subtle words of the Lord. The Lord's words continue to be found in stillness and silence and built upon this as Saint Paul reminds us, God wants us to give our lives completely to and for him this is a refreshing and challenging concept. What is the meaning of my life? Why am I here? What am I to do? The detail and specifics of that is not always easy to discern. However the general direction of our life is easy to discern for whatever we do, whatever we're called to be or do in this life, whatever our vocation and direction, we are always called to put our lives, our bodies, and our minds and hearts at the service of Christ and allow our lives to be temples and places where the Holy Spirit makes its home and is present and at work. In the Gospel we see that his would-be disciples rather wonderfully approach Jesus and ask him about himself. Jesus says come and see and they go with him and stay with him all day. What they see and hear and feel is so important Having spent the whole day with him, they become his followers. One of these first two followers, Andrew, tells his own brother Peter about Jesus, and then Peter too becomes a follower. Now there is a Christian witness. Having experienced the person of Jesus, we go and share this news with others and they too come to see and meet Christ themselves. It's also a reminder that once we encounter the beauty and meaning of Christ's life and mission in our own lives, we can share that with others and gently invite, at the right opportunity and with the right words and context, others we know to come and see what it's all about. We ought not to forget that great saying attributed to Saint Francis when he says, it is the duty of each and every Christian to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ to everyone we meet and occasionally, when necessary, to even use words. Isn't that wonderful? For who we are and what we do and what we value and how we act, our attitudes and priorities these often preach louder to others than any words we could find. I wonder if our Lord said much to those two disciples as they spent the whole day with him. Maybe he did speak to them a lot, but perhaps not. I wonder if he did a lot. Perhaps he may have, but maybe not. Being with him, sitting with him, the occasional word, the occasional question, the silence, the stillness, the centeredness. Maybe that was the beginning of the passion of discipleship coming alive in them and then sending them out to others to tell them about Jesus and then to all the world. that the church may always be an inviting home for those who seek to know the Lord Lord hear us that people everywhere may respond with generosity to Christ's call Lord hear us that young people confused about which path in life to follow, may come to recognize their particular abilities and choose wisely with God's guidance. Lord, hear us. That people trapped in addictions or obsessions of any kind may find liberation in Christ, the source of all good. Lord, hear us. For those who are ill, that the Lord will give them healing, strength and peace. Lord, hear us. That those who have died may now see the Lord face to face, especially those for whom we now pray. Lord, hear us. God of love, you have called us gently and welcomed us lovingly. We ask you to hear the prayers of those who seek to follow in your ways. And may no word of yours fall to the ground without us taking it into heart. We make these prayers through Christ our Lord. Amen. Grant us, O Lord, we pray, that we may participate worthily in these mysteries for whenever the memorial of this sacrifice is celebrated, the work of our redemption is accomplished. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just our duty and our salvation always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For through his paschal mystery, he accomplished the marvellous deed by which he has freed us from the yoke of sin and death, summoning us to the glory of being now called a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for your own possession, to proclaim everywhere your mighty works, for you have called us out of darkness into your own wonderful light. And so with angels and archangels, with thrones and dominions, and with all the hosts and powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory, as without end we acclaim, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. At the Saviour's command and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, We have come to know and to believe in the love that God has for us. Let us pray. Pour on us, O Lord, the spirit of your love, and in your kindness make those you have nourished by this one heavenly bread one in mind and heart. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace, glorifying the Lord by your life. Faith, Hope and Love, A Time of Christian Worship and Reflection, led by Rev. Paul W. Kelly. The texts used in this program are for the purposes of worship and prayer for listeners wherever you are. Prayers and chants are taken from the English translation of the Roman Missal, edition 3, copyright 2010, the International Commission on English in the Liturgy, ICEL. Scriptures are from the New Revised Standard Version, copyright 1989, by the National Council of Churches of Christ, USA. Adaptations to conform with Catholic liturgical norms, copyright 2009, by the same. Faith, Hope and Love Theme Words based on 1 Corinthians 13, 4-13 and set to original music copyright 1996 and 2016 by Paul W. Kelly. Production by Kelly Enterprises Resources. Contact us at paulwkelly68 at gmail.com. May God bless and keep you.